Welcome everyone to another episode of the More You Look podcast. I remain the same as always. My name is Olufemi Anthony. I've got my podcast partner here, Sky. What's the do, bro? Yeah, we're chilling, chilling, man. Chilling. Right off the bat, um, I don't know if you want to tell them about you know all the emails we got from our last episode, the um, episode where we talked about the new misogyny law and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a bit of mixed reviews, to be honest, because mm-hmm. it's still part of what we're saying. Some men who feel that they are saints mm-hmm. are still you know, beating that same door and saying that, oh, no, not all men, stop generalizing. When are you going to understand there are white people out there who don't have a racist bone in their body, who have never yeah. been racist to anyone, but they are joining in the Black Lives Matter movement because they want to know more. They want to be allies. They are not standing back and saying, oh, no, no, not all white, men, not all white people are racist. Blah, 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 blah. When women say men are doing this and men are doing that, try and keep quiet, listen, learn, understand, unlearn things that you already know and you do and then maybe just maybe you can actually become an ally and just do something useful i don't want to dwell on that good news today yet another nigerian son of the soil i know i know i know he's british now but you know lawrence okolie two weeks ago became the new world boxing champion of britain I'm saying our boys are going far. Yeah, they're we're going do, we're far. doing great, innit? Don't talk of. Uh, we have the MMA Rami champion. Two weeks ago. Yeah, we have MMA champion Usman. We have uh, Adesanya. Yeah, he's been unseated. No, 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 no. That wasn't a championship fight. The one he had three weeks ago. He went to. A... He lost, but yeah. that wasn't a championship fight. He's still the yeah. champion. Oh, it's th- I thought. Yeah. yeah, I thought once you lose, you lose. No, no, that wasn't a championship fight. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't a, a title fight. Yeah. It wasn't that fight wasn't for the title. So he still has the belt. He's still the champion. Okay. We have Burner Boy winning Grammy. Whiskey yeah, winning Grammy. Now we have Lawrence Okolie. And what, what I admire about this, this guy's story is that nine years ago, he was working at a fast fast food restaurant where he saw Anthony Joshua on the TV wow. winning Olympic gold. Wow. And you know. He got the hunger from there, he dropped five stone, turned professional, and guess what? Since then, he has won all 16 fights and is now the joint fastest British world champion in history. Is what is what is something that we should we should we should amend him. This so uh, but he knocked out Christoph Glowacki. Woo! I love that name though. I love I love that name. It sounds it sounds Kowaki, it carries weight. Yeah, Christoph Kloaki knocked him out two weeks ago to become the WBO World Cruiserweight Champion. And yeah, let's give it up one more time for Lawrence Okolie. It's one of us. It's one of us. It's one of us. Pride of Britain. They will call him now. You know, until they commit a crime, then he will become Nigerian-born. Brit- you know, so yeah, let's leave it at that. You know what's funny? I read somewhere that antibodies for COVID nineteen can be found in breast milk after vaccine. Do with that what you will. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw something on Twitter where someone said the Nigerian. You know, we have the American dream, mm. which entails you know 
being an immigrant, you know, living your country, living poverty, going abroad, working yeah. so hard, and then making something for yourself, yeah. and then pulling others from the same poverty that you ran away from. Mm. And that's basically like, I would say, I would call it the first world country dream. Because they're calling it the American dream, but it's the same thing that applies to England, Europe, and you know, all these other places. No, America has so somebody now America. asked on Twitter, somebody said, what is the Nigerian dream? You know what the answer this person gave? He said, the Nigerian dream is to leave Nigeria. Ah, bro. <laughs> that is spot on. I personally think the Nigerian dream is to become a millionaire without doing anything. I think I agree with you. Whichever one. Ah, but the living Nigeria When bit. you were in Nigeria, what was your own night? Let's start from there. Well, I wouldn't want to go into that because when I was in Nigeria, the only thing I thought of was killing myself because I just wanted to end it all because I just had enough. Me, you know? me, me growing up, when you are Nigerian deeply, dream mm -hmm. was to be able uh, to, you know, to be rich, you know. But that's it's, every Nigerian thing. But the I thing have. with me was, no, yeah, that was what I'm gonna say. I was, yeah, yeah I was gonna buttress what you're saying. I had ideas, I had visions, but when you're struck, st stuck in the trenches, when you're in the slums, when you could barely <laughs> feed yourself one time a day, not to talk of three, uh, the, the, when you have a government that's its sole purpose is to frustrate your life, destiny destroyer. <laughs> you know, when you have politicians no, like who's only. No, it's Why true. Nigerian no, it's like true. That, you know? We have politicians whose only ambition in life is to destroy just, your own dream, pull sure. you back. You have lecturers who themselves are frustrated by the government, who actually think they are demigods. You know, I, you know what? This is a good segue. Why is it that Nigerian lecturers they take delight in frustrating their students? Have you noticed that when you go into a university, you find lecturers that will actually take pride in telling you that this course, only 10 people has passed this course. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually happy like that it. people will fail. When you have lecturers and tutors in this country that will actually be hitting you up on your phone to say, I noticed that you're not doing well on this module. How can I help? I help you, you know. How do you think we can help you? Do you want to try this? Do you want to go here and search for this? Do you want to get this material from here to, to better yourself? But you have Nigerian lecturer who will actually threaten you. Mm. If you don't buy this material that I have printed, it's just photocopies, okay. just photocopies, just two pages. You know, you are not going to pass this course. Then they will tell two losers. <laughs> They'll tell some losers who are like the lap dog of the lecturers, but probably the class rep or someone in the class. They'll tell you it will be the way or she will be the one that will take the names, you know, of people who bought the handouts. Yeah. And that is how you get five points or ten points mm -hmm. extra. You know, the educational system is in a mess. So how do you expect someone who lives in the slum, no rich parents, no rich friends, knows no one? How do you expect them to have any Nigerian dream other than getting rich? They call it blowing. Stop a five-year-old Nigerian now. And ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want blue. <laughs> I want blue in me. You know? And you know, you have that mentality that it's become it's become like deeply embedded in our DNA now. And I just don't see a way forward for that. But that's not the question here. Mm. I stumbled on something while I was trolling the internet. You know me. I love social media and I like being on social media. 
I've learned quite a lot from there. I've met some wonderful people on there. And, you know, I stumbled on something called FinTech Visa. And uh, if you want more information on this, you can go on the handle mm. of someone on Twitter called Emeka Okoye. That's E-M-E-K-A-O-K-O-Y-E. That's at Emeka Okoye. And it says in here, UK government has a fintech visa for professionals who can fill their fintech gaps to boost the UK economy. So basically, if you're in the tech world and you're looking to get a job or like apprenticeship or stuff like that, and it says on here, I'm going to give you the information you need. I'm going to direct you to where you can find more information on this. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. So basically, benefits of the Tech Nation visa includes includes uh, technical business backgrounds. They give you a visa for five years, extendable for up to another five years. It's highly flexible. You're not tied to a specific job, company, or yeah. location. And this is the part I like. Your family may join you. Yeah, subject yeah. to requirements you know so tech nation visa can also lead to permanent residence in the uk mm-hmm. and i think this is something we're looking into it's another avenue yeah, if you're into tech, you yeah if, you're, if you're in that world in that industry and uh, you need to know a little bit more it says tech nation has been designated by the home office to endorse applications for the global talent visa in digital economy Digital technology, sorry. So that should give you an idea of you're just to know if you fall within that criteria. And it says if you're talented or if you're a promising individual who wants to work in the UK's digital technology sector, then the technician visa is basically what you need. It's worth looking into. How much does it cost? The stage one of the whole process costs less than five hundred pounds. It's four hundred and fifty pounds or thereabouts. The second stage is about £150. So this does not include any NHS surcharges before people will jump down my throat. So basically what you can do, where you can get more information on this, you can Google Tech Nation UK or you can Google campaigns.technation.io. I'll repeat that again campaigns like election campaign campaigns.technation.io do you know i'm smiling right now (laughs) i'm looking at your face and what people don't know is five minutes ago we got a delivery of kfc (laughs) and the smell has been attacking my nostrils and i'm looking at you and the only look i'm getting from you is i wish this guy would shut the fuck up well as as you know for me i'm happy about this because you know i think it's another avenue for nigerians in the tech mm. world in the, in the tech environment the tech which is growing fast it is fast growing i'll tell you that especially in nigeria oh yeah too. uh we're beginning to you know venture more at least that's one thing the government has not decided to destroy yet and i know it's coming you just know <laughs> it's coming so if you guys if you love yourself if you know that you're not deeply rooted yet it's something what look this is not a paid advertisement for one i need to be clear on that i know nobody uh, attached to this i only saw this online if you watch some of our past episodes we've come here and we've given you guidelines on 
how to leave Nigeria if you want to be a nurse, a professional nurse working in the UK. We've come here, we've given people valuable information health-wise and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, regarding to mental health, where to get help and stuff like that. So this is not a paid advert. If it was a paid advert, I will tell you. I just see things online and I bring it here just to pass the information to more people. You don't, even if it's just one person that yeah. sees it and utilizes it and gets the help they need, I'm happy, you know. So it's worth joining. Uh, it's a tech, it's a sector that is shining light. Um, and it's, uh, you know, uh, it says uh, they've invested about 10 billion pounds mm. in UK tech companies. And that's in 2019 alone, as it says on here. Uh, you will get the information yourself if you go to that website I gave to you. And I'll repeat it again for the last time. Campaigns, with an S, campaigns.technation.io. So, good luck. Yeah. And uh, that's that about that. Uh, moving on. I really don't want to dwell, dwell much on that. There's, um, there's um, something uh, I saw people discussing online that I would like us to look into. It's something I know firsthand because while I was in Nigeria, I worked in a factory before yeah. under the Chinese, and it is the truth. It says on here, African Facts Zone on Twitter says, most Chinese workers who work at projects being handled by Chinese supervisors in Africa are actually prisoners from China. Wow. that are doing their manual labor instead of jail time. I didn't know that information, but one thing I know is when you work in a factory mm-hmm. or any organization for that matter, and it's being run by this chi- by the Chinese, in Nigeria, I'm not saying all Chinese people are like that, I'm just saying in Nigeria, there is a way they behave, they treat these Nigerians themselves like prisoners, to be, to be honest. So when I now saw this information, on the Twitter handle of Africa Facts Zone, then it dawned on me that this could be the reason. You don't expect them to treat their own people who are actual prisoners, like prisoners, and then treat you better. And I just don't know why our government, well, look at me being stupid again. I was gonna say, I don't know why, I don't, I was gonna say, I don't know why our government will allow such, such things to happen. You know, then I that realized that it's just, it's just, it's just me being what, stupid. Well, really. What I can say is that at the end of the day, it's still the government because you understand there's a limit that people can fight for themselves. Are they good for the anything? Of the land, huh? Are they good for anything? I know, I know. But I'm because just saying, I will I'm tell you saying, one thing right now. At the end of the day, they are the only ones that can actually take effects, change, or yeah, policies yeah. or whatever. But you know what dawned on me recently? I'm in my forties now. Okay. Mm. And I was born in this country. I grew up in Nigeria. I must have spent probably 20 years or thereabouts growing up in Nigeria. And it just hit me today that I've actually almost spent 20 years in the UK. So which means I have lived in both countries for almost the same amount of time. So I can sit here and tell you that as much as I criticize the UK government, because we can only critique each other if we want each other to be better. Oh, yeah. The same way we get emails from some of our friends, our fans that criticize what we do, and we pick on the constructive uh, criticisms from, from the bunch. Yeah. I criticize the UK government a lot when they drop the ball. But think about it. Was it not today, before we started recording, that we were talking about this new uh, Kickstart, um, yeah. uh, what's it called? Initiative. Kickstart Initiative. 
by the you know created by the British government to actually help some small businesses to kickstart themselves after you know COVID after the uh, lockdown gets lifted and businesses resume duties. Yeah. That is a government that actually they have their shortcomings, they have their flaws. But they, one way or the other, they, they are still trying, which is what we've been asking from this stupid African government. Do something. Let us see you to be doing something. But they are busy paying billions to terrorists and uh, and uh, and bandits. You what, know? what do you mean? They are not just crazy. terrorists. They are, it is crazy. They are engaged in trade. It's crazy. Because now it's trade. They pay them off this week. <laughs> Two weeks, three weeks down the line. The kidnap more people. Another set of people. Mm -hmm. did, you, did, you, did you see the one about the students? Mm -hmm. Oh, they've kidnapped more after that. Yeah. Oh, they've done more, even more after that one too. Another. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> end. Yeah, before they kidnapped a bunch of girls. Yeah. I can't keep up. Then they release them. Then they kidnap two girls again after that. Then they release them after the government obviously paid four point seven billion. Then now they kidnap some boys too from some school. So I don't know if they've released those ones yet or not. So it's it's the situation. So it's a business it's now. That's trade. Yeah, but it's a business now. That's what I'm saying. It's a business. That's trade. You that's know? not. So back to this I matter. Know. I know that uh, Chinese supervisors, Chinese companies in Nigeria, they work their Nigerian workers like slaves. They pay them barely minimum wage. If you get your if your leg gets cut off by a machine, you are on your own. You don't get any benefits. You don't get what's it called. You don't get any. Uh, uh, ah, what's it it's called? Depressing, man. It's yeah. Depressing. And I just think one way or the other, people need to. I think, I would say the only way out because the government is useless anyway. The only way out of that, in my own opinion, is to create a union. Mm. Because if it, this is your country, if all of you come together and say you are not working, think of what would happen. It is your country. Yeah. You get me? If you yeah. come together and decide not to work, they will listen. But Femi, see the problem is that... Uh, the, see the what? Have a union. Labor union or Those ones, they don't care about... Those ones are even more useless <laughs> than the government. See, Femi, um, at the end of the day, like I said, there's no how we're going to discuss this without still expecting more although we know they are useless mm -hmm. you know but there's no way we're going to discuss a solution to all this we have to keep expecting pushing more from the government you know why the rate of poverty you understand the rates mm -hmm. where people are living below the minimum oh yeah nigeria is the most impoverished world now we've overtaken india so yeah you understand? people so when when opportunities like that come mm -hmm. you know for people who are you know, they barely find work, you understand? And they see an opportunity like that, they jump to it. Even though they are aware that you're likely going to face this because of the news that comes out regularly, you understand? Mm -hmm. But it's still, it's better than nothing. And your family will even tell you that your mates are there working. What are you doing at home, sitting at home? Half is better than nothing, ain't it? So at the end of the day, who's going to... But if there's a legislation, if if the government follows so everything, still, everything still boils down to the useless governments. Yeah, exactly. So Make we can sure. just keep hoping and praying that the useless governments actually do something. Do you know when I got to the UK, you know, and I opened my company here and all that? That's when I found in Nigeria I could have just gotten a staff as soon as I registered my this thing. But when I saw the laws that I had to go through to make sure that employee rights are protected you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm like oh damn 
you need to slow it down. But in Nigeria, you can just open a company today and employ someone and treat them shitly, and they are not. So, you take, <laughs> he said shitly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that doesn't you, that doesn't go to report you one. Nothing to, happens. To the police. Look. To the, wait, 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 the fact wait, wait, wait. of the matter is, if you are not rich in Nigeria, Femi, Femi, have you seen? Have even you, if you go and report, was it not your mother, a woman who uh, who the police killed her son, and then she went to the police station to find out what was going on, and they threw the body of that boy in a in a, in a river somewhere in a canal, and they kept telling her to come back, and she was even cooking food, taking it to the police station, not knowing that. Yeah, not knowing that they had already killed her son. So in Nigeria, if you don't have money, you're fucked. Yeah, like I said, anyway. Uh, it, if you take your Nigeria is so bad that your employer, if you take that, it take them, take them to the police and say, oh, this oh, person no. has been this. They will leave you, you will, there. You will, you will get locked up. They will leave you there. You you, that's what I'm up. saying. You yes, mm-hmm. you will get locked up because when the employer comes and you say, ah, big man, you throw something for the policeman. You understand? You get locked up. So you understand? Corruption. We, the people will not be able to fight this. They are not going to be able to fight. You know, foreign companies coming. Even when the local companies do it, we're talking about China now, you know, mm-hmm. because it's outrageous for oh, foreigners. The local companies, companies do it too. Of course, yes, they do it. Companies do. Oh yes, don't I know it? Of course they do. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just remember something as we were talking, as we mentioned union, yeah. two or three episodes ago, we yeah. came here and we informed the people about the um, the court ruling. With yeah, Uber, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I saw that there was a yeah. So I said I will tell you to give us an update. What's going on? Because I saw you say something online about yeah. It. So basically, what happened is that what and unfortunately, this is not our fault. So the viewers, we were not reporting an uh, incorrect information at that time. And um, a few hours after the court ruling, Uber emailed all the drivers and said blah 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 that he was relating to drivers that were on the app then that were hanging on the app then mm-hmm. not all uber drivers no, that it, so it was, let's be specific yeah that, so that when we, we dropped not, that episode we weren't reporting false information we were reporting based on what, what uber sent, you personally were sent by yeah, uber exactly okay. that it does not relate to me mm-hmm. now fast forward um a week two weeks later you know they've come and we sent us a series of other emails and said okay that based on the uh, judgment, you understand that they are now putting things in place. So what they've said is that we will now be paid at least the minimum wage. Which, when well, I how does that work? If you take your car out now, yeah, and you pick up ten passengers, yeah, and they pay you before, how how do you how do you get Me, paid? I don't see much difference in all this. That's why I didn't. Really so what I'm saying is, this minimum wage thing. Do they just pay you every day or or what? No, we you you get paid by the number of people you pick. You pick. And they, so they pay you minimum wage. Before they don't. But what they are saying now is this. Um, so say instance, I come out now. I you know I get on the road and I spend ten hours on the road. So I get. I'm supposed to get a minimum wage for those ten hours. So what about? The money being paid by the passengers. Yeah, was, yeah. Is that not where you get your own cut from before? Yeah. So now you get your own cut from the passenger fees, yeah. and you also still get paid minimum wage. No, that's what I'm trying to. So say. they just pay you minimum wage. Why the passenger? So if you are pick, so if you pick on twenty passengers in ten hours, mm. all you get is ten hours minimum wage. So let's say twenty passengers in twenty hours. Mm. Let Let's say for instance, I know. Minimum wage is eight pounds something. Mm, yeah, so, eight pounds fifty. Yeah, but let's say in ten hours I made hundred pounds 
-hmm. Now, if you look at that with eight pounds something, already I made more than minimum, which I'm not going to get anything for that day. Mm -hmm. Any additional. So what because if because already I yeah, made more. So than what if in that ten hours you made three hundred pounds? Yeah. You still get paid minimum wage. You're not going to get anything. That's what I'm saying because you made more than the minimum wage. If you look at it per hour, if you make three hundred pounds, mm -hmm. you understand. And that's per every one hour you made thirty pounds. That's more than the minimum wage. So mm. you're not gonna get it. Does that's right? You're not gonna get anything extra because you made you made this three hundred. Yeah. So is that three hundred your own money? Yeah. So that okay. So the only time they pay you minimum wage is if you don't make much. If you don't make up to the number of hours you spent on the road. Okay. If, so if that, that way, amount does not equal to your minimum wage. Okay. Then they would. Top it up, yeah, sort of. Top it up to make it. Uh, <laughs> so, well. so at the end of the day, so me I've, I, and what I've discovered that Uber, Uber, which has always been clever, will find a way around this. What they yes, will do course. is that you spend six hours on the road, and maybe you make just twenty pounds in that sixty hours. You know, especially with COVID, mm -hmm. they are making more jobs. You know, very few people are taking you know transportation. So let's say you spend six hours on the road and you only made twenty pounds. Now, if you divide that 20 by that 6 hours, you don't get that minimum that wage, much, right? Yeah, yeah. So, they'll so they're supposed to you. top it up. But what they can do is that... They'll just bypass it with one thing. hour, Aha. they can now decide to give you more rides. So, so that, that you, you make, make uh, just you even make, if it's just five p, <laughs> even if more than that, so that they won't pay you. Then they don't pay anything. So what? You know, big companies will always win in the end. Big companies will always win in the when end. I, when oh, I read man. the series of their email, I was like, okay, I already know what you're going to do. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. happened. Yeah. Yesterday when I was out, I was out for like four or five hours. Nothing. Just on the road. Okay. I watched two Netflix movies waiting for rides. Yeah. Then, on the fifth, sixth hour, I started getting right. One ride, I got, go. I got about 30 pounds trip. There you, you go. Understand? That already yeah. covers for these four hours yeah. I've been on the road. <laughs> That's true, you know. So that's true. That's true. So that's at the true. end of the day, when I finish, I know I'm not gonna expect any top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah, Other yeah. than what I sweated and worked for. you go for that makes sense. So it doesn't really sense. make. So in the long run, yeah, we always look for loopholes. <laughs> yeah. You you can't win against the you machine. Can't win. Yeah, exactly. You cannot win against the machine. So I so mean, uh, <laughs> that's that's it. And another thing that okay. I think um, they added was that uh, they said. An additional payment of 12.07 of your earnings after vehicle running costs. Mm -hmm. Now that is where I'm curious to know about if, okay, let's say we said um, you made 300 out of 10 hours that mm -hmm. you work. Mm -hmm. Are they going to consider that, okay, maybe they would put 50 or 100 towards your vehicle expenses because mm -hmm. petrol and all that, mm -hmm. you understand? Mm -hmm. Then if you still don't make up the minimum wage, then they will top it up. Then that would be better because what I've calculated for you is mm -hmm. without you, without me taking out my vehicle expenses. Okay. You understand? That's okay. just my hours that they are paid for. They don't pay for my petrol and all that. Okay. Okay. You understand? Okay. That well, that yeah. makes it a bit more. But I know they will still find a way around, around that too because <laughs> <laughs> you know how the machine works. They will never do anything to run a no, loss. People excited and jumping over the. You road. know what I'm saying? My friend, read the the <laughs> That's the read, read the fine print. Read the fine. Print. Read the fine print. Yeah. So another thing I stumbled on online. There's this lawyer uh, online, 
that uh, was advising people and it makes sense to me because what he said was this is not the time to be visiting uk there's a pandemic still going on yeah the lockdown is still on he said a lot of people on visiting visas are being returned and it makes sense to me because at the airport they'll ask you what are you visiting for why 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 are you here why are you what's your reason for you know in a pandemic and if you can't give them a viable reason if it's not a life or death situation what's the point of you being here in the lockdown why can't you yeah. wait? you get what i'm saying so it does whether it's true or not i don't know but it doesn't make sense to me to chill out and no, you know don't don't see, be so like quick I, said, you I, I don't know i keep saying days but i feel like at this point uh, you know after about 30 something years on earth you know I've lost faith in humanity and <laughs> sensibility and or well, some, common sense. Some certain sensibilities. You, you are right, you know. You know because with COVID, we had people that for 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 months they did not believe that it was something. Yeah, it was. They believed that they believe like uh, government was trying. I was to even thinking you are going to say that people definitely need to be warned because people are a lot of people are stupid. There's this yeah. program I don't know if you know about it um, where they show airports arrivals and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Jesus, I saw six different Nigerians. Six. One of them came into the country. He said he doesn't know anybody here. He doesn't. And they said, okay, what hotel are you staying? He couldn't see. <laughs> At the end of the day, he called someone on his phone. I said, but you say you don't know anybody here. Who is this person you are calling? You know, another one came in. They said, how much do you have to spend here? He said he had enough. They checked his account, 20 pounds. See, but you know, so I was thinking that are these people actors or is this real? So I did a bit of digging because I don't understand how anyone could be that stupid. You've waited for visa all these years. The least the people who work who did this visa for you. Maybe they maybe it's one of those people where they pay money to these agencies and they run the visa and they do all that, all the heavy lifting. But I'm thinking, how do you not understand the possible questions that they will ask? Do you know that they return two of them on arrivals? How can you be so stupid? Like, how do you know? How do people not tell you that? Look, these are the possible questions they will ask you. That who are you here to stay with? How are you going to take care of yourself? Why are you here? Why you are here? Is the person you are staying with going to be the one to take care of you? The, some of these people can't even answer the most basic questions, and it's not even a language barrier thing. They just weren't ready. And I thought, some of you have waited so long. Some of you have tried and failed, tried and failed multiple times. So you are finally here. And you are telling me you are not prepared for these five, three, four, five questions. So please, if you like yourself, be coming. They will ask you, why are you here? The UK is in a lockdown. Why are you here on visiting visa? What holiday are you coming to do when people are not even expected to be on the road? You know, except for work. So please, be warned. Is on you. Is you that know? Uh, <laughs> Those like are I said, you understand? You still, you still say a lot of people that will still be stupid enough. Oh yeah. You understand? You've, you've traveled miles. It's it, basically. I think I can liken it to, Femi, you going all the way to maybe like um, a three hours journey. Let's just use three hours. You know. And then getting there and discovering that I don't even have my keys. You don't have the keys. Or you don't even have a phone. You don't even have a phone number of the person you're going oh, to. Oh, I get there. I don't even. I don't have you the don't address. Even the address. So you, you will drive six hours. 
You don't know. Uh, you don't, That's how it is to you me. You don't need to be told. Simple question. Who are you staying told. with? Um, uh, um, I don't have. How do you not? How are you not prepared? How did you get on the plane if you are that stupid in the first oh, place? Man, don't even know me. <laughs> I have TV shows because you know I've been on annual leave. You know how it is in this country, they'll tell you if you don't use your annual leave, yeah, you can't carry it over. Exactly. So I've watched so many TV series and some of them stand out to me. There's this Italian TV series on Sky. It's called Zero Zero Zero. That's the title. Absolutely fantastic. Wow. He left me asking for more, wanting more. When you tell us about movies, please always tell us where we can watch it. That's what I've just said. I said I saw it on Sky. Okay. On Sky TV, yeah. Mm. But obviously, people who have uh, the Fire Stick can yeah. watch it also, anywhere yeah. on their torrents or whatever it is. I don't, I don't know much about that. Ah, yeah. Torrents. And be... yes, now ah, do they? Are they going to say they don't know it exists? Did I give, <laughs> did I give anybody any uh, websites that to? Is it people that know? Please do. <laughs> I'm not involved. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you've seen the Biggie documentary on Netflix. Yeah. It's called I Got. Yeah, it's got I Got a Story to Tell. That came out weeks ago. That one too is absolutely. At least it shows the man. They try to humanize him, and you know I think yeah, Biggie lovers, rap, rap lovers should should check that one out. Um, uh, there's another documentary about rap. It's called Hip Hop Uncovered. Yeah. Yeah. That was on FX, I think. But I don't think people have FX here, so it will have to be back to the Firestick Baby. Uh, yeah, it's about rap, uh, how rap sort of intertwines with the streets. Mm -hmm. And when I say streets, I mean the gang culture, yeah. how they've been reformed. Um, there's this guy called Big U, he's like the leader of the Crip Gang. How he went to jail, came out, reformed himself, and is now giving back to his community and trying to right some of the wrongs that he was a part of. Very, very good documentary too. Uh, I don't know, haven't you seen any shows that, you know... And yes, yes, I have a new guilty pleasure. Oh my God. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Temptation Island. Please tell me you've heard of Temptation yeah, Island. It's on British... It's, it's on uh, 4, Channel 4. It's about this show, yeah? They take four couples, yeah. okay? Take them to a secluded island, nice. separate them. The men go to a separate island in a mansion, mm. then they give them 12 single women there who are looking for love. The women go to another mansion. The women who are in a couple yeah, relationship. relationship with them. They go to a separate island and they give them 12 see. men <laughs> who are looking for love. And please, these men do not look like me and you would have been very easy. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, these guys are six pack. They look like they've literally just they look like they've scraped them off the magazine oh cover. Oh my god. And just scraped them out, you know? Amazing show. You know what? That sounds like if you are going to do trash TV, that is the show for you. Jesus. Oh my there are people in eight years relationships, Sky. Five, one lady, she was in a five years relationship before they went on that show. Some other guy had sex with her on the second night. Shit. Second night. People in the eight years relationship. What did you call the name of the show? Temptation Island. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a Look, let me tell you. I didn't even know that they already have three seasons going. I just thought, you know what? I was house, I was at home on annual leave. I was bored, so I thought, let me give it a go. And I saw one episode, I was hooked. I, I binge watched the shit out of it. I made. How do you bring couples? I'm like, why do you go on this show? Why? 
You know that there are men like me when I was in uni. That will <laughs> the major major crew that will that will toss their wife. Ah. These women just get carried away. But you know the part of the show that I like. And where the problem comes is when every night, okay, or every other night, the men our food is gonna get cold. Yeah, every other night, we'll round up invite. Every other night, the men will meet with the host of the show. And the host will show them 30 second clips of what their partners, their partners are doing. They will show the women too 30 second clips of what the men are doing. So when you bring your wife, this even legal. The thing is, the thing is, the people, the people who go on the show probably have doubts about their relationship, relationship. Or, maybe so they are going, or maybe they are going to a rough patch. Not even explore. They are trying to test their partners. Excuse me, you get me? So because you get women say, well, he's cheated before in the past. I just want to see if he has changed his ways. If he's in an environment where he gets tempted. That's why it's called Temptation Island, Baba. All the three seasons, only two people that I saw that did not fall. All those men, and you know men, when they are testosterone, their juices start flowing. The slightest temptation like this, they start sucking breasts and drinking. <laughs> I don't even like to you. You need to watch the show. They're having like sex. Ah, that seems like what our director would like. One guy. <laughs> one guy went on the show and he had a threesome. Oh, they show everything God. on there. It's on channel 4. Very, very lovely show. Like, that's my favorite guilty, guilty pleasure right now. Is it? Yeah. All right, before we round as up, as far as TV goes. before we round up, uh, mm. I have this thing that, that drives me nuts about about uh, road traffic, you know, behaviors of people. Road rage and stuff. Yeah, so what exactly, what, what kind of drivers drive you crazy? Like, London <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, what exactly do they do? Well, everything. Because one thing with me is, I've had accidents where I've been stationary. And people have me. No, seriously. My I know, car, I, I don't know if I, I should be guy at my, my car, two sons, 16,000 pounds. I went to do school run that day. Thank God my kids were not in the car with me. And this woman came from nowhere, rammed into the passenger side. The car was squeezed like this. You know? She didn't have insurance, of course. Sorry, and you know when they start crying and begging you, what are you going to do? That car was written off. Me, me so since then, I tried to be extra careful, but you know what I realized? Once I cross the boundaries of Kent, and I'm coming into this London, it's like the, the asylum let Chris lose. <laughs> <laughs> drivers are insane. They do not care about your welfare or their own too. You know, they don't care about your welfare or their own. No, the drivers that drive me crazy buses, those are the ones that, you know when you're coming out from when you're on the on the road, a T junction, and someone comes out from the junction, yeah, I mean they are there. You can see them as you're coming, mm -hmm. but you know that they are not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Now this person now decides to say, "Ah, I can make it before you get to yeah, that junction," yeah, and yeah. they go in front of you. And this then is, this is they, the don't, they don't even try to drive up. The worst part, slow yeah, and slow yeah. The worst part of the whole thing is they speed up, like speed like uh, Louis Hamilton. Yeah. And then they will slow down. They will still wait at the red lights. So I'm like, like where, are you, where are you rushing to anyway? And those ones that will tailgate you on a 30, 30, 30, uh, 30, um, yes, uh, what, 30 mile per hour. 30 mile per hour road. And they will keep tailgating you, trying to make you. So you try to now go faster. But it's 30, and then there's a red light there. So what do you want me to do? Anyways, as we leave you guys, please, please yes. drive. Check out those shows and check out those shows. As I always say, 
don't forget you will be treated as you treat others you will be judged with the same standard you used to judge others so let's be careful let's be kind to each other let's love one another take care of yourself bye